Hey guys, welcome to a special edition of the Chivas del Norte podcast. For this podcast, we're going to do a two-segment podcast. For the first half, it's just going to be me and Rigo briefly going over the Pumas game, the first Cibao FC uh, CONCACAF Champions League game, something uh, project we did with Copa 90, and the current Cibao FC game that's going on right now that Carlos Cisneros actually just scored a goal. Um, Rigo, what's up, man? How are you? I'm all right. I'm happy we're scoring some goals finally. I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm actually not watching the game, so maybe they're scoring because I'm not watching, and maybe I should stop watching Chivas games altogether <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> well, you're going to be there on Saturday, so I don't know how that's going to work. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> wear a blindfold. Just wear a blindfold, and I won't watch. Just experience the game through sound, right? Just. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll actually I'll, I'll FaceTime you and I'll just listen to you talk about the goals. That's what I'll do. Um, but we're kind of pressed for time, so if, I don't know if you want to just get into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Looks like, well, I didn't. I went out on uh, Sunday for the Arsenal game, which was a big waste. So I didn't catch the Chivas game, and then since we were busy like the last couple of days, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. But I watched. I watched the first Pumas goal at the bar. Like, I pulled out my phone. And I was like, oh, let me see how bad this was. And I mm-hmm. almost chucked my phone into a wall because that was a horrible goal. Like, the Pumas, it players, was, it was, the Pumas players crashed into each other, and the ball still went into the goal. It was typical. I mean, typical Chivas this season. Really bad central defending. Like, Alanis was left in the dust. Um... I thought I thought that Cota was going to be able to stop it, and you know, on the bounce or whatever, they scored. What do you mean? It's just it's just the same thing we've been experiencing all season, except this like this literally happened like five minutes into the game. Yeah, it happened. It happened super early because I got the alert and I was like, oh, I don't want to take my phone out. I take it out. Boom, us one nil. I was like, oh, come on. And and. And then after that, it was literally just a Chivas show. Like, us controlling, like we do every game. We had opportunities. Um... Yeah, I saw I saw Pulido's comments. Like, like, I saw Pulido's comments after the game that said uh, Pumas basically played and did nothing. They, they just waited. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's the game plan for all teams. And... Oh, she was three nil. Three nil. We Mas- scored three goals. Wow. Macias, Macias goal. Oh, I mean, I can't I'm at, this, all these at goals. this point, it's like uh, practice. It looks like practice for Chivas, which it should have looked like the first game, but the first game. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll we'll talk about about that right now. Uh, but th- we we get the first penalty call, w- which was kind of a soft penalty okay. call. Yeah, I, I saw the I saw the penalty shot. Yeah. I didn't see what led to the penalty sh- calls. No, it it was a it was a real soft call. I was like, was it softer than the the Pulido goal against Pachuca? Uh, just 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 about the, the same, same kind. Yeah. I would say okay, yeah, about the same. Um, so when he steps up, obviously he scored last week, um, and he scores again. Right, I'm. I'm not. A, I'm still not a fan of Alanis taking penalty kicks, but he's apparently like one of the one of the better ones on the team. 
remember I said that on the last pot. I was like, hey, when he takes him, he drills him. It's like Chivas is like, yeah, yeah. hold my beer. <laughs> um, and then we get another penalty kick. And this one was more blatant. It looked like he was playing oh, volleyball. Wait, this was a handball, the, right? I I, I saw this one. Yeah. Yes, yes, I saw the. Yeah, it was. This one was way blatant. Like, and I remember I'm watching with my dad, and I'm like, he looks nervous. I'm like, two penalty kicks. This one on the line. Like, I didn't even want to watch. Like, that's how nervous I was because I'm like, we need this win. Like, we yeah, we needed to win against Pumas. Yeah, it was like like 89th minute or whatever. And, like, he just looked nervous. And I think his thing was, like, I don't want to kick it to the same exact side. Yeah. So in in trying to do that, he just fucking shot it over the net. Well, he, and... pulled, the, he pulled the Flamingo. Yeah. The exact same uh, penalty. And, like, that shit was just fucking, de- like, just completely demoralizing. Like... Me and my dad were just fucking. My dad was pissed. Like my dad was pissed <laughs> all game. Like we, we just missed so many opportunities. Yeah. Um, Pulido actually got benched uh, mid game, and he brought in he brought in uh, Macias and Godinez. Godinez, wow. I don't know. He's just, he's just not there yet. And and Macias has a terrible first touch. Uh, but even still, even with that, like there was one where they had an opportunity, like literally inside the box. Like all you had to do was like touch the ball, and it would, and you probably would have got it in, and and they couldn't score. Like I literally threw my like threw, I threw the, the couch pillows across the living room. That's how mad I was. <laughs> um, but whatever we drew, we got one point, and this shit is still you know it's we're definitely we're we're in crisis mode. Like we're well, I mean, still not mathematically season, eliminated. Season's pretty much over, man. We need yeah, like 18, we're, we're not, we're not, 18, 19 points out of 24. Yeah. Yeah, we're mathematically eliminated, but we might as well. We have to like, uh, win I don't, the rest. We have to win out. Yeah. Basically. Um, I do, I mean, I, I do like that we're scoring now, right now, against this team because like, we need we need games like this where we just score. Yeah, well, like, Berlin, we, we have, Berlin we have, got subbed on, which is weird. I, I wouldn't. Maybe Matias is like, hey, we're scoring. Let's see if uh, Binetta can get a confidence boost. Maybe. Maybe that's what he's thinking. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, we how need this confidence boost. How did he play boost. on uh, Sunday? Because against Pachuca, I remember, we, we were happy with how he played. Like, he had a little spark. Did that carry into Sunday? Uh, he, not, not really. He was more. No. I mean, he played, he, played, he played okay. It wasn't nothing great. Um, he Ooh. started going to Venezuela. He started. He started Pulido at, at striker by himself, uh, and then to start off, like he kind of moved everybody around. He had Pizarro on the left, Chofis in the middle, and Cone on the right. And I felt like that kind of like <clears throat> disrupted the way the team was playing. And then eventually, like the guys all moved around. Like Cone went to the left, uh, Chofis to the right, and, and Pizarro in the middle. And I felt like that's when like things started to pick up a little bit. Yeah, okay. But you 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 still can't play with with Pulido by himself up top. Like he just he, he leaves the box too much, uh, and then when he does that, there's nobody there. I don't I don't there's, get there's, like I don't understand why Almeida just completely gave up on the Ronaldo and Pulido link up. Like 
I thought they were... Ronaldo, Ronaldo's playing right now, right? Or, or yeah, he's or playing he right. right now. He's playing right now, but he hasn't really done much because he's not. He doesn't have anybody being up there with feed him. him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, we're winning right no, now, so we can't really say anything. And we can we can talk about lineups in, like ideal lineups in the second in the, in the second segment of this podcast where the upcoming game. But uh, for me, I think you'd want to start Ronaldo um, in the in the upcoming games with Pizarro behind him. The thing is, like, who do you sit? And uh, to be honest, it's either Michael Perez or, or Orbelin Pineda, and more than likely it's Orbelin Pineda because Michael Perez, while he hasn't been like amazing. He's been like okay back there. Yeah. He's so in defense, defensive, yeah, defensively he's better. And and I, like, I would just play with Michael Perez and Pizarro, and then Pulido right in front of them, because uh, I feel like Pizarro still like drops back a lot and recovers. Um, but again, we, we can talk about this uh, in the ne- next segment. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got the America guys on. But um, then. Uh, the, then we have the Sibau stuff. Sibau, like, we went. We, we went to Sibau. We barely got a win. Like, that was just as stressful as as like that was so unnecessary. Like we yeah. we won that game, and when I, when it ended, it, it it didn't feel like it. It was just like this yeah. is what you could do against a team that was established three years ago. I think right. They've existed for three I mean, years. To be fair, though, to be fair, we 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 had a goal that was disallowed. That was a goal in the, in the first half. And had oh, they had uh, they wait, gone not, into the sec- had they gone into um, Pizarro was going into the game, which oh, I don't, wow. I don't think is a good idea. Ronaldo came out for a Pizarro. That's not. I don't think that's smart. Yeah, but, he just left Pizarro on the bench. Yeah, yeah, but uh, keep yeah, well, keep building on what you were saying. Oh, oh, so saying we 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 had a goal that was disallowed in the first half that would have taken us uh, um into the half at two zero. Which I think would have been would have really opened up Sibau in the second half. Not that not that they need to be opened up because we had the we had possession and we were taking shots. But I think it would have been better going into second half. You're up to zero. Just, just mentally gives you a better boost. Um, but it was it wasn't it, the they called an offsides when it which, which it wasn't an offsides. Um, and then we struggled the whole second half to get a goal, and it wasn't until the last minute. That we score, and he he almost missed that that goal that that, that he scored, uh, which was Macias, I believe. <laughs> yeah, like right, he put it. Well, he put it barely under the crossbar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but now I mean, in this game, they, now this game, they're up three zero. Yeah, Sibal went into that game, you know, wanting not to to give up That's the least amount of goals, you know. Yeah. Not go. No, because, not get blown out. And they parked. I mean, they, they gave parked up the bus the whole game. Yeah, because they gave up the first goal, and like they they were like, okay, it's what's one? It's it's one goal. It's nothing. Yeah. Like for for them to for them to scrape out of Dominican Republic with one goal is like a win for them. I I will say this: they never tired it out. They pressed yeah, the whole time. That's what surprised me. Um, their stamina. I was surprised the by their stamina, stamina. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm. Not watching the game right now, but I, I I assume maybe the altitude in Mexico is affecting them. I mean, obviously, well, the highest not Mexico City, but still, there's some altitude. Yeah, um, I mean, they're, so, and maybe they they're holding their own. Like, 
they're down three 0 so at this point they probably don't just don't want to get blown out even more. But you know, there's there's still like a light press, not a heavy press. Uh, but Chivas is dominating the game again. But we have a a pretty we have like a BC team out there tonight. Our well, only, that's, I mean that I our only starters like, being uh, Cota, Michael Perez started, and uh, Alanis. You know, I I was surprised that Cota started because Jimenez hasn't played one game this season. Well, he's played with he plays with the under. So I wonder, I wonder, I I I wonder if it's because Cota has been like very like and now up and down. Polito's coming on Polito. Oh, oh! oh. Hey. Is what's that up? is that Flo, is that Flo music? <laughs> hey, what's up, Flo? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> nah, I don't know. You, you need to play like the Brooklyn Brawler song for you now. Like, <laughs> uh, you, I'm not you, the I'm not the job right now. Went to a studio. You, job, just you, to you jobbed out. You jobbed out. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. We're gonna talk about. We, we haven't talked about, about that early, yet. <laughs> but, uh, we haven't talked about that yet, but. You you guys talked a lot of shit the past couple of weeks, and you both having bad FIFA weeks. Let me tell you, all right. <laughs> hey, we I'm got the only to... one here showing. I'm the only one showing a little face here for the podcast, all right? Varo, Varo's the one that's been playing a lot of FIFA lately, not me. I played once in like two months. Bro, you had me wait on that fucking Twitch for like half an hour. Me, when is he gonna fucking stop playing Fortnite? And start playing FIFA. <laughs> um, but I'm like, yeah, wrap, I mean... wrap it up. Um, well, this this so Varo thing is we, pretty we much can... over, right? We're yeah. 5-0 aggregate score. Uh, 20 minutes left in the game. This is over. You want to jump into what we did mid on Monday? Uh, and you, Tuesday. Rigo? Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so okay, yeah, yeah, Tuesday. Copa 90 actually reached out to us. Look at that. Glowing up. The glow up <laughs> is crazy. Um, they reached out to us about coming on and doing a segment called FIFA Showdown. It's crazy that they would ask us for FIFA showdown. We suck, but uh, it's it's more so of like we tried we tried to get them to fly flow out, but you know budget yeah, didn't they, allow the for budget it. the budget just didn't allow it. And yeah. it would it would yeah. have been they, worth they it. They don't apparently. have airports. They don't, they don't have airports in San Antonio. So you yeah. to go to like, to I, go to like I take up I take up two airplane seats and shit. You know? Yeah, so. take a burro from like San Antonio to Houston, and it just it didn't work out. But uh, so basically, what the concept of the show is. Um, hypothetical situations with, and they use FIFA to determine the outcomes. And, and so, for with us, they asked us to pick uh, a Liga MX team that we thought would do well in the Premier League. And obviously, um, because it's FIFA, and you know the way that the FIFA, Mexican teams are rated in FIFA, we had to pick the team that was, you know, had the the, the highest rating and the most. You know, most, talent level. Most likely to succeed by FIFA standards, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we picked Tigres. Um, don't shoot us, but we picked, <laughs> we picked Tigres. Right. And, I need two new uh, podcast co-hosts. Oh, you need to know. Oh, wait, I mean, wait, we uh, didn't lose to, to the America. We didn't, uh, Flo, we didn't tell you where they where they ended up on the Premier League table, right? And we're not. We're not, we're not going to tell them because we, we have to wait for everybody to watch when it comes out. Oh, I was gonna. Uh, well, well, let's ask uh, Flo to we, take we can a tell, guess. We, we, we can get. Yeah, we can you, get yeah, Flo to guess. Like, where do you think they ended up on the when they were simulated into the Premier League table on FIFA? Where do you think they? So they simulated. Finished? They simulated an entire season. Yeah. 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 
Um, and like, well, the thing was either top top fifteen say, or bottom under fifteen. That was what was, they asked. I was gonna say uh, I, I was gonna guess fourteen. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's uh, similar with what I went with. Um, yeah, I think I went fifteenth or sixteenth. And I don't yeah, remember so they, what we go guess. They simulated uh, Toronto FC, and they Toronto FC ended up in eighteenth or seventeenth or something like that. Seventeenth, I think. Third to last. Um, they got Josie. Third to last. Yeah, and um, but they got relegated. They also they also simulated Tigres in the MLS, and you can you can watch that as well. Um, yeah. And then the final segment, the final segment of the of the show, which well, we um, should be coming out pretty soon, uh, was us, me and Varo versus the hosts, um, Aaron and Frank, in a match uh, between Chivas and Huddersfield. And it was a pretty close. It was it was like a real match. life. It was like not a real like, life Chivas game. Not like what you guys watched earlier um, <laughs> on Twitch. But uh, this, was, this, one, this one was actually close and a little bit more even. Damn. And around the 70, 70th, 75th minute, I give I give Varo a through ball that yeah. pretty much leaves leaves Pulido right in the box against the goalie. I believe I believe it was Pizarro. Oh well, I yeah. mean Pizarro, Pulido. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Varo um, tight, tight angle. It was, I mean, it wasn't a tight angle. He yeah, with the goal, with the post. goalie, with the goalie closing in, that was a uh, tight angle. That was a small window. He, you, you guys will watch. He, he, you guys will watch the game and let me know. He, oh yeah, well we won't tell you, but he, he, uh, he decides to uh, shoot it and he hits, he hits the post, and then there's a rebound shot and the goalie blocks it. He blocks that, and then bad. there's another rebound shot and the goalie blocks and, it again. And then, and in then typical Chivas fashion, counterattack, and boom, Huddersfield right goes, off that goal kick. Huddersfield yep, goes right up one nil. One nil in like the eighty second minute, and now we're like we had no all time. out attack. <laughs> we had no time. Yeah, it was a typical Chivas game. Like I, I was triggered. Like I, I was actually like sad the rest of the day. I was like so, depressed at I, home. I, I sat in the dark in had, my room when I got home. I thought we had him, but you know. And it, it, was, uh, it was our first time playing FIFA together. Like we haven't. That really was played, we. So. We've never. We've never even played against each other, and it was the first time playing together. Uh, yeah. um, and it's so, weird playing like I mean, it was, where the whole like pro clubs is different because the computer does it. You could call for the ball and stuff, but when you're playing with, a, with an actual other like two versus two, it's, it's weird. You gotta you gotta play with each other before to get used to how you play. But you know, it was still only one nil, better than another result. So what I got out of that is y'all can't score goals, but I can. No, I mean we I scored mean, the same amount of goals that you scored. I don't defen- know. No, no, defensively we we're we're. What we're are you a, talking about? We're <laughs> a defensive-minded team, uh, who uh, likes to keep it close, and no. you know you uh, you play a little loose in the back <laughs> over there, yeah. right? I under- I understand. Uh, you know, it was probably Rigo's fourth FIFA game ever. No, and, listen. And, and I'm, I'm out. Unfortunately, <laughs> February 2018, I'm the only one showing face for this podcast, right? <laughs> so, as far as FIFA, uh, if anybody wants to challenge me, you guys already know. R.A. on PSN. 
you need a oh, challenge. I, I, I challenge you. I challenge you. But anybody needs uh, an elite member that gives great assists. I'm like trophies. Uh, I give I give a great pass, and you guys just miss them. Okay, that's, that's I'll let I you. Okay. I'll let you pick my team. And uh, Baro has been has been called Basulto on Twitter. Uh, hey, whoa, no, I was not called Basulto. Flo, Flo was called yeah. Basulto. My stream is behind. I'll see it in like thirty seconds. <laughs> Either way. Either way, I was not called. I'll let Rigo though, right? pick the team. I'll let Rigo pick the team I play with, and I'll still be. <laughs> Far, I'm surprised you're still on this podcast. I'm surprised you're still on this podcast, bro. <laughs> bro, you lost to an, an to America, like. Yeah, and he said, I was like, and he said, and he I, said, uh, he said on the stream that he'd rather play you because it'd be a, a blowout, and that's what uh, he wanted. No, he, he, didn't, he didn't say that. Yes, he, he did. He said he said he wanted to play Rigo. I mean, everybody was playing me because I'm the I'm the star of the show. But you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not ready for that yet. You know, you're like, just I'm the still, one that never shuts up. I'm, I'm, I've been playing I've been playing Arkham Knight. If he wants to see me in Arkham Knight, oh, uh, there I'm you down go, Pulido goal. All right. I was was it, it a nice goal? Yeah, not bad. We are, we we are forever not able to link our fucking audio. To, <laughs> we got to the TVs. At least Chivas is informed going to the Classico, you know. Little, yeah, little confidence four. boost. Four, four, no. At least now, people, the, the, I mean, the media is still going to talk shit regardless. But at least, at least now, you know, it's not like last week when America won five two against, five one against the Paris and we won two zero against yeah. you out. Yeah, that was a nice, nice game um, to go cross into the box from Pizarro, catches in the air and uh, puts it past the goalie. Six zero aggregate. I mean, we didn't give up a goal. You know, America did, but we'll discuss that with those guys later. Yeah. All right. I think uh, this should be good for the for the first segment of the pod, right? Anything else you guys want to touch yeah, on? Just, just, I don't want to touch no. Um, <laughs> no. All right. Right. You still there? No. He's no. All right. I'm over here eating some dog dust. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have the Eagle Eye podcast guys on in a couple of seconds. We'll be right back. All right, guys, and we're back. And we have uh, the guys from the Eagle Eye podcast on. We have uh, Ivan and Dylan. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, thank you for the invitation. Uh, really excited to do a little bit of collaboration to to talk about the Clásico. So, uh, Dylan? Yeah, man, real exciting. You know, it's something that I find fun to do, and it's something cool to actually have to collaborate with another podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how... If you're uh... listening, hide your wallets. <laughs> 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 we'll see how long we Only can... Only Chivas fan. How long we can keep the peace? We're already uh, bickering at each other. <laughs> but uh, now, guys, um, tell uh, tell us a little about a little bit a little bit about your podcast. Um, how you started it? So, I mean, just I guess a quick, brief little uh, little intro to what what happened was uh, I was just live streaming some FIFA on YouTube, and all of a sudden, I see in the comment section uh, some guy. Message me like, hey, you want to do a, a podcast about America or Liga Mankeys? And I kind of was like, yeah, I'm down. 
and uh, we, we kind of just connected through Twitter. We decided that we wanted to focus on America because there wasn't really anything like this. And um, really, I mean, shout out to, to my man Dylan here because, I mean, he, he was the one who started everything. So, I mean, I, I kind of want you guys to listen what what maybe his thought was was when he messaged me. Um, I was kind of a little nervous whenever I messaged him. Uh, but this is something that I wanted to do for a while because um, here at college, um, I'm able to do sports broadcasting, uh, broadcasting uh, all the sports that uh, that the college um, has. And with the games that I signed up for, I'm able to do play-by-play and color commentary. So um, that's something that I, I worked towards, and I figured having a podcast would help me too in the long run as well um, when it comes to working on my talking skills and you know doing color and play-by-play too as well. And so this is something that I thought was was kind of cool as well. And so um, yeah, I just I just gave Ivan the the quick message. And like you said, you know we linked up on Twitter. You know um, I've done I've done things for the pod. You know when it comes to like making our logo um, at the beginning, uh, I made lower thirds first. But you know Google Hangouts kind of suck, so we can't really use those anymore. But I mean yeah, I mean it's uh, it's something overall that will that will benefit me in the long run when it comes to my career. And it's just something that I love to do talking about America, talking about soccer too, as well. Oh, nice. That's uh, pretty dope. Um, so, so, um, you sorry. Go, Rigo? So how'd you guys like, no. So how'd you guys link up? Like what made you guys like be like, what made Dylan be like, all right, Ivan's the guy I want to have as my co-host. He's a professional FIFA player from the sound of it. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, you'd have to ask Dylan about how you know it. It came, he came across my uh, me live streaming, but um, really in the end, uh, it it, it was kind of just like a perfect match when when it came for us to do the podcast. Even when we didn't have a name for the podcast and we just do random videos on YouTube together, it was it, uh, there was a synergy and and there was like I, I guess just. In, in instant friendship and it, it was pretty cool because i mean we we both knew that what we wanted to do was 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 talk about you know our team and and kind of just not only that but kind of you know build and grow a community in in that team uh it's pretty it's pretty dope because like you see like you see a lot of people talk about hey i want to start a podcast or i want a podcast and they never really go through with it or they do one or two episodes or they don't have like an actual you know uh, topic that they want to like focus on, so it's pretty dope that you guys that you guys are doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been quite a challenge for me with me doing school and, like I said, my other broadcasting and me working and stuff like that. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm something I'm dedicated to and something that I want to work on and, and grow to. You know, especially in this growing community. Yeah, right now, I mean, I feel like well, you know, uh, we, me and Bar were having a conversation about this the other day. You know, we're pretty much like a grassroots movement at this point because there aren't, you know, team-centric podcasts in England uh, right now. There aren't that many. It's like us, you guys, and uh, the Sholos one. Uh, but oh yeah, uh, the Theta started one too. Yeah, there, there's what these are. Theta's one. There's a Theta podcast. Yeah, pretty sure. Oh yeah, I I know they have a Twitter account. I didn't I didn't know about the podcast. And then you have like um, the Mexican soccer show. You have Cantina, yeah, yeah, Mex- Cantina Max podcast. But yeah, it's like it's all um, the teams aren't doing it for themselves, and there's there's an audience that you know people people will listen to if you put it out there. Which I think was our initial like our our initial doubt when we started the podcast. 
Like we talked yeah. about it for like a year, a year and a half before we actually recorded an episode. Yeah, and then, it was. We got kicked off the TCK podcast. <laughs> All right, the so me and Lara podcast. were yeah. pretty much like, let's just make. We got kicked off by an America fan, so we're like, let's just go make a Chivas podcast. <laughs> it made perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, we're, we're, we're shocked that people want to listen. We were shocked that people want to listen as well. I think we recorded our first podcast. We put it out there, and we got over a hundred listens. And we we're like, well, I thought maybe five people were going to listen, so <laughs> let's keep doing this. Yeah, I always tell Ivan too. I said, "Man, this is taking off like a little faster than what we expected," you know, because like we had barely made uh, the Twitter page like towards the end of December, and you know, that's whenever I think on Christmas we decided to put out the logo that I made, and you know, it kind of took off. You know, it went on a, a little following spree. We followed, followed like Cesar, Tom, Naive, and all of them, you know. And sure enough, they followed back. They gave us retweets and like, "Hey, look, here's this America." podcast page now y'all can follow and it's just been growing and and all this hype that we brought to the classical weekend too you know it's it's helping us grow too as well so um i'm just i just keep saying over and over so it's it's taking off faster than i really expected it to yeah yeah, no and that's great um i think flo we launched we launched during a classical weekend right and the podcast just grew like crazy that one and that one weekend i think we broke we definitely broke 100 followers in the weekend and we were just like what the hell did we just like how how did this happen but yeah like i mean shout out to like tom and Cesar and all the and the mexican soccer show guys like they support they support like uh, independent podcasts that other people are putting out that's, that's pretty dope rigo you're on t-bone <laughs> No, I was just going to say, uh, no, we just want to move on and ask them about, you know, like, oh, yeah, how yeah. long you guys have been America, play, America fans? Um, America fans, wow, that's, it's really been my whole life, really, from from my first memory I can remember about soccer has always been, you know, following the team. So, I mean, I'd, I'd have to say my whole life on this one. Uh, for me, you know, for me coming from a small town, um, Everything, everything is uh, just football, you know. So like, there wasn't no soccer here, nothing. And so, you know, finally, I was getting ready to go on vacation. I was packing my bags, and I turned to ESPN. Actually, it was the 2010 World Cup, and I was like, "Oh, look, soccer!" Like, I thought this was pretty interesting. And so, about 2010, that's whenever I got really, really got into soccer, and you know, um, I learned about all these different leagues, you know, like the MLS, the Liga MX, and um, the leagues abroad, and. You know, finally one time, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, I'm going to support the Mexican national team because my family is from Mexico. And so um, I would always wear Mexico shirts to school. And one day my, my one of my coaches asked me, he said, who's your favorite team in the Mexican league? And, you know, I was barely getting into it. So, like, I didn't I didn't really know nobody. Like, the only the only teams I knew were Tigres and Chivas. And so I was like, um, I'm a Tigres fan, I guess, because I think at that point whenever he asked me that, uh, Tigres were at the top of the table. And so, no, it was about, I guess you say 2012, about so I, I started really getting into being an America fan. And uh, from then on, I just I just grew a love for the team. And so I, I guess you could say I've been an America fan since about 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're like rel- a relatively new new fan to the sport itself in general then. Yeah, yeah, re- I really am. But I mean, like, just my knowledge of the sport and like the history, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty big. You know, there's still a lot of stuff that like, um, I'm like learning about and everything, but you know, but yeah, I'm, I guess you could say I'm still relatively new to the sport and the game. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. But yeah, like World Cup is always like a huge um like people develop a a passion for the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, man, yeah. All right, so Yeah, I mean, I think I should... go ahead. What's that, Rigo? No, I said go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, since you're a relatively new newer America fan, you probably get a get a more recent player, but um as long as you guys have been fans, who's your favorite America player you'd say? I'll, I always say my favorite player is Raul Jimenez because I've always joked around with people and people have actually believed me, but my my last name is Jimenez too, so I always tell people, like, oh, look at this guy. Like, this guy's my cousin. People <laughs> believe me, so I just go with it. So I, I just have to say Raul Jimenez, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> um, A lot of people will expect me to say Cotodomo Blanco in this one. Um, but he's number two for me. Uh, for me, my favorite uh, all-time America, uh, America player has always been Ochoa. Because, uh, you know, I, I, I saw him, you know, come out from the cantera, kind of break it and, and kind of make himself known and, and, and accomplish to what he, he, he's done. And since I'm a goalkeeper too, it, it, it just kind of, you know, it makes sense for me to, for him to be kind of like my idol who to, to wear that jersey. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah but those, how old are you guys? Those are not bad picks. Um, <laughs> Dylan, uh, I believe you're you're 20, right? And and I'm 22. Yeah, I'm 20. Okay. I turned I turned 20 in January. Yeah. Old, nah, oh, cause like, I mean, I I feel <laughs> mad old, and I know like mad old American players that like, I mean, like, yeah, I for mean, me <laughs> for me, like for me, like those were the guys, like the the guys that I always hated was like when besides Guatemuk was like uh, Beto Garcia Aspe. Sage, yeah. Kalusha. Like, yeah. I, I remember those guys. Um, so it's just it's just crazy. Like, to, like obviously you guys, you guys, you guys are y- way younger than I am. Um, not that I'm old, but you know, <laughs> uh, you, you, you just remember different. You just remember different things. Yeah. No, yeah, I. But I mean, it's 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 not to say like, for example, like you know, those, you talk about those players, and you know, I re- I recognize them off the bat. You know, these are players that have made a big impact. But it's it I, like you said, it's not really. I don't think it's fair to be able to say like, oh, that's my favorite player yeah, if yeah. you didn't really kind of grow up or them. even see them. Yeah. Yeah, because then like like you it's you can't even watch those games to be honest because like the quality is just so bad. Yeah. Like I try and watch like older games and it's just such bad quality that you just can't. Um, so it's a, no, so it's it's understandable. Yeah. Was it Dylan? I think uh, I think multiple people have your jig going on because my my ex girlfriend uh, went to UTSA and she told me that she took she was in a group project with some guy that claimed to be Raul Jimenez's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think I think multiple people in Texas have your story. Yeah, man. Whenever whenever I go to classes and we do. Breakers, man, they're like state one interesting fact of Agnew, and that's my interesting fact. Like, I have a cousin that plays in New York. Uh, so you're basically <laughs> saying you're not interesting because your one interesting fact is a lie. All right, we can move on from the little quiz we gave you guys and <laughs> talk about this lovely. Uh, a Twitch game that we had, so oh, yeah, we were gonna do a simulation of the match, just FIFA simulation, and then we th- found out that the Eagle Eye guys have 
professional FIFA player. Professional. And then, yeah, and then... We have a guy who claims to be a professional FIFA player, and um, so we decided to pit them against each other, because it would be the best representation of both, of both podcasts. And, and uh, a lot of you guys tuned in, because I, I know I was watching on, on Flo's uh, Twitch stream, and he had about 15, 16 viewers... And I don't know how many Ivan had on his. Um, same. And uh, things did not go well for us. I don't know if you guys want to give us what you guys were uh, experiencing. No, things, did not, things did not go well for Flo, not us. We we didn't play Rigo. Well, right? I mean, I know, but you know, he was he's us. Anyway. He's us. Unfortunately, I mean, he's us. We don't we don't claim him no more. <laughs> <laughs> man, talking mad smack for someone that I can beat easily. Listen, it's not about man, me. You hear that hurt? See what you did, Ivan? Damn. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I, I wasn't. I wasn't prepared to go up against a professional FIFA player. I've played FIFA once in like two months, and it was pro clubs. I was when I got on there. I was trying to figure out how to switch players for the first couple minutes. Um, but yeah. I, th- I think I need to train, and then we can come back and do a return leg. <laughs> I didn't think I did too bad. Three one is not too bad, but I, I think I, I think I could definitely uh, pull out a W. If 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 we had if we could have soccer nerd pull up the stats for that game, I think it, it would have told a different story. <laughs> I mean, in that game, if that game Pizarro got displaced all game, let me tell you, soccer nerds <laughs> would would have would, would love that. I'm pretty sure Soccer News <laughs> probably already made a graph about it that nobody understands. Oh <laughs> uh, no, hey, but I mean it was it was fun. Um I was I was hella nervous the whole time. Um I don't know why. Um you know, but it, it was it was a little nerve wracking because it you, you you I don't know if you guys saw this, but I mean there was a hype train going on throughout the yeah, whole day about it. Like our our yeah. account was like popping like, off the I whole know. day. I let down my uh, my pro club's teammate Tom Marshall. I let him down. <laughs> I mean, like you know, you had Tom, you had Cesar, you had other people out there in the community that were kind of like, "Yo, are you guys gonna live stream this? Where can we watch this?" So you know, it played in the back of my head like this whole time I'm at work and I'm focusing <laughs> on like, okay, like I gotta be a game when I come into this because there's, there's gonna be a lot of people. I mean, you know, we we both had about the same people watching on the stream, so it was about. Roughly, I mean, overall, with people leaving and going, I think it was a good fifty or so, maybe a little bit more people that I, like like tuned in, and you know, so it was nerve wracking in that sense. But I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Flo who who put up a good game, and um, yeah, I mean, overall, like, you know, we got the W, and I'm kind of happy with that. Nah, yeah. he was worried all day. Had to bring his A game. I was playing <laughs> Fortnite before. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that was maybe that maybe was a mistake. Probably why we lost. Probably why you lost. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you, we're gonna have a return leg though, and I'm I'm gonna be prepared. Alrighty, I'm gonna have to do my Rocky training then. You guys should uh, do it before uh, the classical. You know, I was actually thinking that like uh, right before we hopped on that that you know that'd be a kind of cool time, like maybe like an hour or two before the the big game, and you know, kind of settle overall the the home and away leg. We'll see. We'll see how much practice I can get in before then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so uh, I guess we can get. And I guess now we can get into a classico. Yeah. Um, big game Saturday. Um, how yeah, ac- I'm all the, for it. 
the FIFA game we had. You guys think that'll be an accurate uh, representation of what happens on Saturday? Where Jeremy Menes can't even score that type of goal, so no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think yeah, I think it could be a, a pretty good uh, display of what, what we saw on the Twitch that could be uh, also seen on Saturday. I don't know what what do you have in mind, Dylan? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm. It's, it's overall an exciting game to me. You know, whenever I watch that, I always get excited. You know, so um, this time actually, I'm probably get to watch it with my dad. So, um, you know, my dad's a Dominicanista too. So it's something. It's gonna be something that I'm gonna cherish a little bit too. And I know I'm gonna be excited to be able to watch this. I think it's gonna be a little similar, a little more a, a dominant as as you were Ivan in the game today. Hey, Dylan. So your dad's an Americanista? Well, he's kind of on the fence right now because... (laughs) (laughs) The truth truth comes out. (laughs) The truth truth is that we're like, yeah, I get... In a way, my dad is an Americanista, but, like, he told me the other day he was all like... You know, I think it's weird how how I support America, but our family is from... I forget what the state Santos is from. And so, like, he's he's starting to like Santos right now, too, but... But like no, he he likes America too, just because I like it. So like he'll support America too. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, no, I was gonna say because if if you're I mean, if your dad's an, an America fan, like usually that kind of stuff gets passed down. Yeah. Like, cause I grew up around America fans my whole life, and like it was like a generate like, like their dad was an America fan, and their dad's dad was an America fan. Uh, so that's why I was asking about that. But you guys, you got you guys both think that you guys are going to. Just steamrollers? No, yeah. no, no. I don't. No, definitely. I don't not, think no. it's gonna be a steamroll. Because um, mm-hmm. let's be honest, it it doesn't matter what team's coming in better or worse in these situations. You know, a classical is a classical. These matches are not one with what you did previous. It's one on what you're doing on the day. It's yeah, who has yeah. passion, yeah. who has the most heart for it. No, I, I completely agree. I think like classicals are a whole different animal. It doesn't matter. Which team is doing best and which team is not? Like I've seen games where, you know, Chivas is top of the table and America is somewhere in the middle, and America comes in and wins. Or I've seen games the other way around where Chivas is having a bad season, but they still win in the Clásico, and um, it can go either way. And I mean, for me right now, like where we are in this with season, where we're, it's like mathematically we're almost eliminated from making La Liga, like a win on on Sunday will be enough for me for the season. Like if we win the game, then I'll, I'll be happy this season. Uh, uh, even if we don't make the league. Yeah. And as long as you guys don't win the, the 13th, same 14. Uh, oh, wait, no, yeah. 13. No, sorry. 13. <laughs> 13. Yeah, yeah. 11. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's a completely different animal. What I do think though, I think that the team styles play into each other. Where you guys enjoy counterattacking and are pretty solid defensively, and we lack that uh, that you know defensive prowess. We just we're not good defensively this season, and we love to attack, but we you know we don't score. And you guys, you know, you guys got to counterattack and you guys score. And I think that's where uh, this game will be exciting. But for us, it, it it could it could go bad. I think it could go south if you know if we allow you guys to counterattack us throughout the game, and if we don't if we don't defend well. 
You know, that's yeah, a little interesting. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, yeah, no, I was just going to say, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we can go on the counterattack too, but, you know, something Ivan's kind of mentioned all season too is that sometimes our decision-making in the final third, you know, it's kind of kind of questionable of what we do. And so that's something that I want to kind of see going into the game of something that we can uh, improve or if it's going to stay the same, you know, if we're, we're going to have better passes and uh, better our intelligence is better in the final third too as well. That's something that, that me and I haven't agreed on that kind of we've kind of lacked on since it's, it's just our final decision. Then. Yeah, I was going to go on, on, on that too. And, and also um, – I think whilst we, we, we do kind of rely on that counterattacking play, I think what we've seen a little bit throughout the season is straight off from kickoff, America tries to go straight into the attack um, and, and kind of just test out the, the, the team. And sometimes we get lucky, we, we, we score a goal uh, pretty early, um, and then we kind of manage the game from there. Uh, in this, this this game particularly, I think there's not going to be an exception. I think we're going to go straight uh, against you guys, uh, kind of test you, see if you guys are you know ready off the off the get go, and then kind of just roll from there. But I think after the game kind of just settles and the nerves kind of you know go away, I think at the end we are going to see an America that's maybe going to you know soak in a little bit of your guys' pressure and then try to get you guys on the break. Yeah, I could see you guys trying to high press us. I don't see you guys holding, like, being able to high press us for, like, that long in the game. But that high press that high press is going to bother us. And, uh, well, I mean, for you guys, I as, think... As the season I, I, goes, I, I think... I think as the season goes, the high press at the beginning of the season was killing us. But I think as the season's progressed, we've gotten we've yeah. gotten better. But I think America's really... I've watched the few games I watched, the, the few America games I watched so far this season. I think I watched, like, three or four. They're they're good. Like they don't get tired. They can press. They can press any team. And I think she was is probably going to struggle against it. And like you were saying, Rigo, America plays to the counterattack. They're they're kind of built to kill us at the moment. And the way our season has been going, because yeah, we give up these stupid goals on counters all the time. And fucking uh, uh, Pio Peralta loves fucking killing us on counterattacks. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, it 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 for Chivas it'll be it'll 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 be about putting the opportunities that they have because they're going to have opportunities. Um, and if we can put opportunities away, then I think, you know, it, it could be a different story. If we're not putting opportunities away like we have been this season, uh, um, and America's counterattacking us, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long it's gonna be a long day, uh, or long evening. Um, the other, the other thing we have going is that I happen to be undefeated when I'm in the Estadio <laughs> Chivas, uh, and I will be there uh, Saturday. So, you know, um, am I a good luck charm? I don't know, but the stats say yes, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, eventually, you know, something's got to give, and you can't always be perfect forever. No, I, it's, it's going to be it's going to it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. And, and you guys are going to give your hardest, but you're going to lose because I'm going to be there, and you know, and that's just that's just how it's going to go down. Um, <laughs> that white person. Man, you are right going to re-listen to this, and you're going to be kind of disappointed. After I never, I never, walk away. I, I actually never re-listen. Um, <laughs> we never re-listen. We never re-listen. Yeah, we never re-listen. <laughs> this, so this is going to be our analysis. We're sending Rigo, so we're going to win. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, uh, I think America's backline is. Can be shaky at times, right, guys? Like, 
I watched the specifically the Pachuca game. They their backline looked bad against them at times. I don't know if you, you guys know, have gotten better like as the season goes. I think that was kind of early in the season, but they look they yeah. look shaky at times. They're vul- they're definitely yeah, vul- vulnerable. Yeah, no, um, they yeah. We don't get me wrong. Every every defense has has is an opening throughout the game. Um, but I think at first uh, there wasn't there was a partnership being built between Bruno and Aguilera, and I think now. Uh, they've they've they really come together as one and 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 they understand each other. They play better with alongside. And I think you know we've gotten. Well, I really don't know the number off off the back of my head, but we we got a pretty good amount of clean sheets. So I think defensively right now we're good. I, I think that's not something that we're kind of worried about. Okay. I think for the majority of Americanistas, the the worrying the most worrying some part is finishing our opportunities. Like Dylan kind of mentioned earlier. Uh, there's been times where we just have not scored and we've had these opportunities. Example, Cholos last week. We've mm. easily could have walked away with a, with a W, but what happened? We, we we just didn't have our shooting boots on. So I think that's the thing we're going to be worried about the most is that if we do get these opportunities, because I, I would imagine Chivas is going to plant themselves so that they're not so easy to break down. And if we do get these opportunities in a very tight match, can we score them? Wow. And America just scored within one minute. Yeah, I just saw that right now. So, <laughs> I mean, I think they're, they're trying to showcase that they can. <laughs> hey, yeah, don't y'all spoiling the game for me? I have it on my live stream, and so I'm, I, I, the kickoff barely just happened, like literally just now. This, oh, so this, is, like, a, this is a podcast like at my where, we, where we score goals all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, on, li- I'm still on the twentieth second. <laughs> we're, we're notorious for spoiling goals. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, That's like, just wow. like such a that you goalie is just ter- he played that terribly. <laughs> yeah, you were, did. you were talking about not not finishing opportunities, and that's been the story of Chivas this season. Like we haven't the thing we have going Last for two our, for ours is that yeah, but the thing we have going for ourselves going into this game is that we still haven't been clearly outplayed. Wow, that was a terrible goal to give up, but we haven't been outplayed in any game that Chivas like in the season so far. We just haven't taken advantage of the opportunities that we have. We're not we're not a terrible we also, team. We don't get outplayed. We're in every match that we've had. We just can't score. And that's why we're in the situation that we're in. And and, and um y'all pretty we, we, much had, we haven't had, had our like, best game yet. And y'all pretty much winning the possession battle almost every game, right? Yeah, we're we're, we're oh, yeah. I think we're like top we're definitely like top five teams in in terms of possession. And we just can't. In terms of in terms of score. possession and, and in terms of of uh, of like I don't know if it's shots on target or attacking plays, but we're like number one as far as that. Uh, it's not even it's not even a soccer nerd stat. I think I saw like on football picante. <laughs> um, no, no. Tom 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 Marshall tweeted out that I think she was was averaging. It had to be like slightly under sixty percent possession. Per game, so wow. we have the ball. We just don't, and I think teams have figured out that that they can allow us to have the ball because we're not going to score. So they're just ready to sit and counter, and that's what happens in most games. We give up like these stupid goals because our back line is is pushing up, or our center backs are just trash. Yeah, and I mean that that's I mean that's pretty much been the game plan to face Chivas in, in the Almeida 
been it's been to counterattack us, and we, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, obviously, we've had seasons where we actually put away goals. This season is not one of them, but I think you know the what does give you hope is that maybe you know they they haven't had they haven't had their best game yet, and maybe every Sunday is like maybe this weekend we're gonna have our our, our best game. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna finally score. Uh, so we've been hoping all season. Um, I think you know scoring five goals today against uh, against Cibao, who isn't a good team, but you know it's a little bit of a pick me up for for the players that aren't you know playing well or not scoring. Um, so hopefully they're, they're able to they're, they're hopefully they're able to take that momentum into into the game on Saturday. The floodgates have opened, so you know five more on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've actually I've seen the five zero. It was in Estadio Jalisco. Um, a long time ago. Before HD. <laughs> before HD. I'm trying to, before, yeah, I'm like, trying to remember. I'm like HD. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was before yeah. HD. Before, you don't usually get a high scoring Clásico though. Uh, there's been a few. There's been like a four zero. No, I mean, but I'm, they're, they're they're rare and few. I mean, even lately, yeah, yeah. I think the oh, latest yeah, one yeah. was. Wow, a while ago where America scored four at, at the Estadio Chivas, right? So, I mean, it's it's you usually don't get these kind of matchups, which no, I, in theory is kind of great because it's it, it showcases how close of a matchup it is and how it could go either way. Like, um, but then you, you, you do get there are some boring ones. Like I, the one I went, I went to the one last year, last Clausura, and she was won 1 0 off a penalty kick. Um, so it, like, you you can get like ones that are non like non eventful. You can get I mean you you can you can watch a zero zero classical that's amazing, um, or you know ones that are draws. But uh, there had it's been I feel like it's been a while since they had a really high scoring one, where you know both teams put up a lot of goals or one team put up you know a lot of goals. Um, and I mean I don't I don't expect that now. I definitely don't expect that to happen. But uh, Varro's been known to make uh, wild predictions. I'm actually, I'm actually worried about this weekend. So. <laughs> oh, because I mean, it hurts. I mean, it hurts. Like I, I like, I'm going, I'm going to the match, uh, and in my mind, like I've already said, said to myself, you know, like win or lose, you just go to enjoy, you know, the the event, the fact that you're there. It's not like an everyday thing. You're watching a big game, but you know, in the back of my mind, a loss is going to ruin my freaking my Sunday. At least my Sunday, uh, the next day. Uh, I mean, if the, the the Pumas game this past Sunday ruined my Sunday, uh, you can imagine a classical. So and and your uh, Tuesday or Wednesday night. I don't know what what night you guys record, <laughs> but we'll just be triggered again when we jump on your podcast. Yeah, when we if we lose. We'll jump on your pod- <laughs> But if we win, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, they were wild. Yeah, I got the ball. <laughs> what do you so, guys? What do you guys think of like? Is so for example, Edson Alvarez? Is, is he? Is he? Is, has he been playing consistently? I, I don't really watch any of the games. He he's had uh, one one start in the regular season. I think one start in Champions League so far. Uh, I haven't mean, corrected if I'm wrong. Was it the Pachuca game he got subbed in? Because you thought he went down? Uh, yeah, the Pachuca game, he comes in uh, substitution to play right back against uh, against Pachuca because yeah. of Paul. 
Yeah, yeah. So, no, he hasn't really been playing consistently. He's been mostly right on the bench, which uh, I've talked to Ivan about, you know, it's kind of concerning because, you know, this kid's kind of, uh, he's been with the national team, you know, he went and trained with the team whenever the Mexican national team was playing the Confederations Cup, you know, and uh, to me, it looked like Osario prepared him to play right back whenever it came time for the Gold Cup, and you, you see this kid take the take a the spot in the, in the starting eleven by storm, and so you know it kind of sucks now to see him on the bench, especially whenever I, I would I would hear rumors saying that I, um at the at the start of the Apertura like we probably won't see him no more after the World Cup he'd probably be going to Europe, and you know now you're not seeing him play which which sucks to me and you know um. And uh, I'll, I'll advocate for the kid for the kid too. You know, obviously, you know, I'm I'm about a year older than him, so, you know. But like Ivan said too in previous podcasts, you know, I, I think Miguel is just bringing him uh, down the down to earth. You know, yeah, I think he got his head too high in the sky, and you know, I think at times he's been a little distracted too with the real and with the reality and everything. But do you think it's really that, or do you think it's just more like? You know, we need to win now, so let's give the opportunity to a, what? A, a veteran guy. We need to win now, so let's give the, like the opportunity to uh, a veteran I'm, I'm guy. That you kind of you kind of cut out. I didn't really get to hear. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll answer this one, Dylan. I'll answer this one. Um, no, I, I don't think I don't think it's a it's a lack of 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 him not being able to pull out and get us the get us the victory. Um, I really do think it's it's Herrera kind of managing the player a little bit and saying, you know, you kind of have to go, you have to kind of take take it down a little bit because, uh, you know, there was reports of him and Linus kind of being a little bit, you know, big ego, saying, you know, that that you know they've heard all these rumors that you know then they have European teams that are interested in them, so it you know it, it played on them a little bit and uh, you even saw it in Edson Alvarez uh, uh, in the Apertura, there was times where he made countless mistakes, he made some reckless challenges. Uh, you know, you got a couple of cards. So I, it, it's not the fact that, you know, it's like, okay, we need to win. Let's play an experienced player. I think really it's just Herrera managing this this kid and, and, and kind of, you know, trying to, you know, take him down a little bit. Um, and really right now, it, I, you know, he's 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 not performing to, to the standards of Bruno or Aguilera. So he really can't say that he can, you know, fit in the starting 11. It's funny that you mentioned Linus because I was going to bring him up too as well because he's not even on the, he's not even on the on the senior squad right now he's back down with like the youth squads right yeah he's <laughs> he's playing for the under twenty um, don't you guys feel like at this point like it's kind of like a, a, a stunting their growth or de- their development as players that these guys aren't are were on the starting lineup in for or playing with the senior team under La Volpe who brought them up. And obviously, we know that they're talented players. Like every everybody sees, like Lioness, you know, they're they're talking about him being possibly the next trophies, which you know is is crazy because you only get one trophies. Um, but but um, no, but he's he's a really he's a really talented kid. And you know, obviously, yes, I get the whole ego part, especially in Mexico, and you you don't want to overhype these kids up. But to just demote him all the way down after he was already with the with the starting lineup or the senior squad is kind of it seems like it's a, it, could, it could be demoralizing for him or i mean it could it could make him work harder you know it, you, you never know how it's going to turn out but do you guys feel like miguel herrera's has taken like has taken the focus away from bringing it like bringing the youngsters up through through the rankings for america um a little bit 
a little bit, but I'm I I have faith in that he's doing the right thing. Because I mean, to contradict that, I mean, look what he's doing with Carlos Vargas. You know, so he's he's a player that's about the same age that you know he's starting him. Uh, I, you know, someone that's actually worked hard and and shows that you know he's level headed, and not only that, but you know is asked to do what you know Bill to asked him to do. Um, I think maybe it's 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 hurting a little bit. Uh, Edson Alvarez growth more than it is lightness. Um, because let's, let's be honest, both players were kind of rushed to their debut because of injuries. You know, Edson Alvarez, because of, you know, we had a couple injuries in, in, in the center back position, he, he had to start. And Diego Lainez, because, you know, we really didn't have anyone else to count on when we had those injuries to the midfield uh, a year ago. So, I mean, really, it, 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 it could be both ways, like you said. It could, it could definitely hurt the player's mentality. Or like I mentioned time and time again, it's it's time to see what these players are build build of and how their characters are, and to see if they if you know they can take it to the chin and you know keep keep working hard at it. Because let's be honest, if 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 they can think about it, they're they're extremely young. So who's to say a year a year from now things don't change? No, yeah, I mean they could definitely they could definitely be, you know, a year from now, you know they they. They, they they come back. Their starters are playing great again. It just felt like those two guys, like especially you know how they were playing, like, they were ready to make they, they would be ready to make the jump to Europe next season. Um, so it just felt in that aspect. It feels like that their their development is is being stunted a little bit. But I mean, it, it's not to say that in a year or two they they won't be back to the starting lineup or. You know, uh, playing at a, at a at a high level again. No, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah, one th- one thing. And if you, I'll if you guys don't want him, him, we'll take him. By the way. Oh no, he's ours. No, yeah. One one thing. One thing I told Ivan all the time too is um, you know, it, I'm. It's not that I'm upset that we've signed like Ivan Wynn and, and Menez, but it's it's what upsets me is that uh, Miguel had said that he wanted uh, more Mexican players on the team. He wanted to play more Mexican players and. And yeah, we get Mendez and anybody win, and you know it kind of it does kind of suck to see you know Edson obviously not on the bench, and it sucks to see Diego back in with the U twenties, and so but you know like I've told too, you know um, I, um, Diego has come out and said too that he's happy to at least just be playing. He just wants the playing time. Um, obviously, I don't really see Diego uh, starting over the likes of. Like Renato Ivada, possibly Cecilio Dominguez, um, you know, and all these other players we we have got come into the club too as well. So you know, for him right now, it's kind of hard to break in. And, you know, going back to when you said you know these, these kids these these players are ready to make the jump to Europe. You know, um, I told Ivan too. I said, hey, you know, Diego's not 18 yet, but I wouldn't be really surprised if once he turns 18, if he gets a loan move to Europe because we've, we've seen a couple of players already. You know, we've seen um, Omar Govea, you know, he never even made the first team with the America, but yet um, Porto picked him right up, you know, and right now he's he's on loan in Belgium and, and having a hell of a career right now. And, um, you know, just like a couple other players too as well. So I, I wouldn't really be surprised if Diego makes a, a move once he turns 18. Yeah, I mean, let's, let, let's hope he does. So he definitely makes that makes that move. Varro, do you do you have, do you have anything else for the, for the for the eagle eye guys? Um, yeah, I think uh, probably a question for all of us. Like, if you guys had to pick one player that's going to be like the standout player 
this weekend, Saturday night, who who would you guys pick? Like the the player to watch, I I I say. Um. Uh, I would. I think me and Dylan have probably the same player in mind, and it'd be Guido Rodriguez. But I'm not gonna go with him because I feel like that's an, an easy answer out, and I'll let Dylan explain as to maybe why he thinks he's a he's a guy to watch. But I think the the main player for us is gonna be Renato Ibarra. Um, I think he's he has a very important role in this America side. Um, he he just looks to be the most creative player going forward. Um, I think on that wing. He's dangerous, and and he, you know, last uh, in the apertura, he proved it. He proved to be you know a threat to you guys as well. Um, so I think uh, I think for me, the the player that's definitely going to stand out and be the difference maker here is is going to be Renato Ibarra. Yeah, and, uh, like I said, you know, I'll I'll probably take Guido, uh, just because you know that guy has just been like the enforcer in the midfield and. You know, I'll say it over and over again. You know, I think, you know, when it comes down to a match, you know, I think games are won in the midfield. And the person that's been doing in the midfield for us is Guido Rodriguez. You know, Guido obviously, you know, getting in there defensively and also distributing the ball forward, you know. So I, I think Guido is obviously week in and week out, to me, will always be the player to watch because Guido is just that guy right now for us in the midfield. Hello? Okay. Um... I'm I'm gonna go with uh, with the only guy that seems to be scoring for us right now, um, Pulido. Um, he scored a nice goal today. He's the only one scoring for us lately. Um, the all season we've had the same problem. We can't score goals. So I think if we're gonna get a result, um, we're gonna need Pulido to put away one or two goals for us. I thought I thought you were gonna say Alanis. <laughs> Uh, he said, he said the only one score for us. He scored like three in the past week or so. <laughs> but he, he missed that Benad, so now he's dead to me. Oh man, brutal. I think uh, my player. I'm. I'm gonna have to go with Pizarro. Like he's been. I think he's been our standout player, game in, game out. He's a. Uh, mm-hmm. He has like a motor and machine. He tracks back. He pushes forward. At times, it's like he, it's, he's the only player que le, que le está echando huevos, we say in Spanish, you know. So, I think for us to get a result this, this Saturday, Pizarro's going to have to put the team on his back and set set things up. What about you, Rigo? Um, since you guys took the guys that I probably would have picked, uh, I'm going to go with... I'm actually going to go with Michael Perez. Oh, and the reason I'm going to go for Michael Perez is because we're going to need the recovery in the midfield. Yeah. Um, especially if America is going to be counterattacking or even when they, you know, when America, you know, gets possession and tries to push forward, we, we need, we, we're going to need him to be, you know, like on his game, recovering balls, distributing. So to me, I think he's, a, he's, he's, he's going to play, he plays a key role on, on the team. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he has a really good game on, on Sunday. Yeah, I think he might be one of the more, like, pressured players this Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, also, like, the center backs, our center backs stink, but... Oh, yeah, but um, we at least need Paris to make it difficult before they get to them. So here, so here's a... Here's a uh, on the other side of this question is, who scares you from the other team the most? 
for example, like for me, I'm Darwin Quintero is somebody that I'm scared of because he's so fast. Yeah. And he could easily eat up our center backs and even our even our full backs. Well, I mean, he's probably not going to even go on yeah. the bench. Yeah. Oh, really? Or, or probably, he'll probably be in the stands, too. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's, he's starting right. He's playing right now against San Pisa, So is he, is he not playing regu- like regu- regular league football? No, no not and, at all. And oh, wow. thank goodness he's not. I don't like Dar- I don't like Darby Quintero that much. There you go, Rigo. You can sleep easy now. I can sleep easy now. <laughs> <laughs> I think, All is um, well. You guys have a midfielder. Um, I forget. I forget his, his last name. What do you but, mean? Um, yeah, that guy. That guy's a monster. Um, I watched him rip apart Tigres. I watched him rip apart Pachuca, Atlas. Um, I, I'm worried about him. That's where Michael Paris comes in. He's gonna have to step up, break up plays, make. Make life difficult for him on Saturday because if when he goes on one of those deep runs, like the guy just runs through everybody, like he he can cut in so quick, like he's he's probably my player like to fear, especially the way that Chivas has been giving up goals this this season. He's like he's like Chivas' kryptonite this season. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with. Pizarro on this one um I think you know he he he's been the player that you guys you know have like he like you said he's the one that's kind of carried you guys for for a while sometime um I I think you know this is the moment for him to shine and you know you guys are at home so that's even more of a plus factor so I mean if there's anyone out there to worry about I I think it's it's Pizarro and, and you know if if he's on his a game it's going to be a very difficult match, you know, and, and, and if he isn't, then it's going to be, you know, a, a much better for us. But, you know, I think he's definitely going to be one of the main threats. I'm kind of nervous for Polito a little bit, you know, uh, going back to what they said, you know, um, he's been scoring goals and, and uh, getting the job done, you know, and especially with it being in a way from America, it would be uh, in Guadalajara. So, you know, it's kind of nervous, you know, because it's never easy being the away team. And I just feel like he's got something to prove here a little bit too, and you know, I, it's just, it, he just makes me nervous overall as a player. And so I think he's gonna gonna come out, you know, taking shots from distance, taking shots whenever he can. So that's whenever really our defense needs to step up and take care of take care of business. Is uh is Peralta playing for you guys in the league regularly or no? Yeah, he is. Yeah, him and Martin. Yeah. I would say he's he's scared because he always seems to catch us on the counter, or Salcido sleeping or something. Well, hopefully Salcido will not be playing on Saturday. <laughs> hopefully, uh, at least not but starting. Yeah. If he's yeah, starting, I, something, it seems like every year. <laughs> every year he seems to catch us on the counter, man. So I'll just I'll just go with him. Yeah. All right. Do you you guys want to give predictions to the game? I I don't think we've ever gotten any of our predictions right this season. So, <laughs> no. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we have either. But at least you guys win. We we don't win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I guess that's a difference maker right there. Yeah. 
Um, do you guys want us to predict that, or do you guys want to get predicted lineups first, or I don't know what you guys think. Um, lineups. I yeah, I'll give I'll give my lineup. I think we have to go. Obviously, Cota at the back. We'll have Aris at left back. We'll have Alanis at center center back. I don't know if Pereira will be healthy by then. I'm guessing he. I don't think so. I hope. I yeah, would hope I don't so. Think so. But even if he is, he'll, he'll probably like get injured again in 15 minutes. So we're probably gonna go with Basulto. We probably have to be our next best option, which is terrifying. At right back, we have Chapo, as always. At CDM, we have I'll put Michael Perez out there, accompanied by. I think Pineda has to has to start, and we're gonna need something from him to carry to help carry the team with that seven. I need four more. Then we got Pizarro on the left. We got Pulido. Hopefully, Ronaldo Cisneros playing behind Pulido, like as a false nine. Pulido up top, and on the right, I gotta go with Chofis. I don't know, Flo Rigo, you guys. Would you guys change anything from that lineup? I would put oh. Ronaldo up top and Polito behind him because yeah. Polito likes oh, to yes. drop back. Yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, that's that's I mean, what I, like. I do. I like the lineup. I, I would rather have Pizarro on the middle, but I mean, he plays well on the left as well. I would actually. Um, the only thing I would change is like is I would actually sit Orbelin, and I would mm-hmm. put Pizarro there, and I would put Connie Brizuela on the. He played the whole game today, so I don't think he's starting on or Sunday. On Saturday. Oh, yeah, or Sandoval. Or yeah, Gael would yes. be a decent option. He's done well on the left this year, whenever he plays there. Um, but other than that, I think I, I, I agree with the rest of the guys in your lineup. All right. Uh, you guys want to give your lineup? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll go, and then if Dylan wants to edit anything from it, I, you know, afterwards he can. Um, I think we're going to go with a 4-4-1-1. I think we're going to go with Marchengo, obviously. Uh, we're going to go with Paul Aguilar uh, right back, left back. I think we're going to see Carlos Vargas. Uh, center backs, uh, Bruno Valdez and Eric Aguilera. Uh, in the midfield, we're going to see Guido Rodriguez and Mateo Zuribe. On the right, Renato Ibarra. On the left, uh, Cecilio Dominguez. In kind of a Cam role uh, or center forward. Uh, we're gonna see Jeremy Menes, and then up top we're gonna have Julio Peralta. Yeah, I can I can agree to that out. I have a, that's All right, something so I was thinking. Th- yeah. Does um, does Henry Martin not start for you guys anymore after um the French guy came in? It's not really so much after the French guy came in. It's really been the fact that he just has not been performing. It, he still runs, he still plays, but he just he's he's not scoring. Okay. He's not he's had time and time again. Literally as we're as we're recording this, I'm watching him, he scored a sitter. I mean he uh he missed a sitter. So I mean really that kinda says what so uh, a lot about him. He needs to be better and he hasn't. So for the meantime, he'll 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 come off the bench, but hopefully he can have an impact when he does come. How long how long has he had this dip in form? Uh, I think we're rolling into what two weeks now, uh, I, I, To me, I think it was after the Lobos game. How long was that? Because he was scoring, right? I, I think know. he has like four or five goals for you guys. 
Yeah, he has five goals for us, but I mean, yeah, it's just after that Lobos match, he really he he just he his his form has kind of dropped, yeah. um, which is sad, but it's it's a reality. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, you know where I thought he looked terrible was at the at the game in San Antonio for the national team. And I I, I kind of talked to Dylan about it. It's because he kind of had that responsibility of being kind of like this solo striker, which doesn't really fit him. I think he needs someone to feed off of in up top, which is why he kind of works so well with Oribe Peralta. Um, so putting him there by himself really doesn't, you know, bring out the best of him. Okay. All right. So, well, we talked about it on the pod, like, I think two weeks ago. We were talking about um, what Mexican League IMX player would we take on Chivas. And we, we were actually thinking Henry Martin because, like you said, he plays well, like, when someone's playing behind him, someone that like links up with him, so I think him and Alan Polido would have been a good. They would have linked up well, but then yeah, because it it's kind of like a similar partnership that he has <laughs> yeah. right now with Oribe. Mm-hmm. But okay, so predictions for Saturday night. Riga will be there, so I think I have to pick them to win. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a good reason. Yeah. Um. What's the score? I I. I, I don't know. I can't. We we're not gonna keep a clean sheet because I don't I don't think we've kept a clean sheet the whole season. Maybe if one. Um, damn. I say two one Chivas. <laughs> I say two one Chivas as well. Same. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. One Chivas. Oh, damn! Brave. Because I'm still salty about that FIFA game. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with what the result was like was today on Twitch. Um, I'm going three one victory for for America. Adding more salt to the wound. (laughs) I go two one America. I'm gonna need a margarita for all this salt here soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're not gonna um, we're not gonna be recording next week because we're gonna jump on your podcast and Correct. we're gonna be discussing the results of Saturday night's game. Hopefully, we get to jump on your podcast and celebrate. If not, we'll be on your podcast sounding very depressed. <laughs> I mean, we've been very depressed on our podcast. Oh all yeah, season, so there was we're, one. We're, there was one episode where like fans tweeted us. They're like, "We're five minutes in and we're really depressed. Like, should we keep listening?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't worry, it, it, it'll get better. <laughs> but, oh, man. Um, well, either way, we're we're excited to have you guys on next week, regardless of the scoreline. I think it's uh, it should be a fun game to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. So I'm just uh let. Listeners know where to find you guys on on uh, social media and where to find the podcast. Um, right, you guys can find me on Twitter at Ivan Pineda eighty three. Um, Dylan, uh, you can find mine at um, dyl underscore j fourteen. Um, and you guys can also follow the Eagle iPod uh, Twitter page, which is uh, at Eagle iPod all together. All right, and I think everybody knows where to find us. If you're not following the podcast account, 
at Chivas del Norte. So uh, that's a wrap, guys. Thanks for jumping on the call. No, thank you guys for having us. It's, uh, it should be an exciting one. So uh, either way, it's uh, it should be fun regardless of what the score is to have you guys on next week. All right. Later, guys. All right, guys. Later. Later.